0: Hey there, welcome to the Night Force Action Report. It is episode number, it's 208. Are you sure? I checked it this time. Okay. That was, for as rough of intros as we've had in the history of the show. (laughs) Finally actually missing the number was embarrassing last week. This is episode 208 for Tuesday, April 26th, 2022 from HorribleNight.com. I'm your host, Justin Lacey, apparently still fascinated with how many twos are in this year. And I am joined to talk about video games, as always, by my co-host Ryan Billingsley. As always, it's great to be here. Fantastic to have you here, Ryan and Penguin oh, in chat, so and uh, what, who's the other? Someone I think we have got another lurker. If we don't, we will. No, we'll have to give a shout out to Boss Undy, the uh, bot of the show. Um, I don't think that's a real person. Um, you can join us on Twitch TV slash Night, ten PM Eastern on Monday nights. Oh man, I'm jumping all over the place. What are we going to talk about tonight? We're going to talk about all them Star Wars games are coming. Um, also, I had some interesting, if not generic, interactions with griefers in my multiplayer games in the past week. Want to talk a little bit about that before we dig into those video games? Let's. Do our Eurosports update because in my inaugural F one season, mm. I had another first. I had our first sprint weekend, which yeah. for those of you um new to new to motorsports, like I like myself, apparently this is new fairly new to F one. When did they add the sprint weekends? Last year. Okay. So it's only the second year. It's uh, only the second year. Yep. Uh, which is basically um, a smaller race before the big race, the day before the big race, which mm-hmm. also affects uh, how the grid lines up for the big race. And I don't know, they keep they keep making little stuff matter in F one qualifying. is fun to watch because it matters, uh, obviously. And then the sprint race is also adding to points, mm-hmm. b- affecting uh, drivers and teams. And then you got the the race and the other X factor this weekend. First race I've watched were weather. Major ah, factor because yeah. the rain was threatening every little bit of the weekend. And yeah, for sure. I, I found that wrinkle. Uh, it kept my eyeballs glued to the TV because I didn't know when something was going to give. And uh, I like that. I think, had we not had the
1: specter of rain, this would have been a very boring race. Sure, sure. <laughs> I think Imola is a terrible track, not one of the greatest tracks that we go to. Um, there's basically one passing zone in the entire lap. And even then it was really difficult. I mean, the weather kind of made it harder and, oh, weird. I still do not understand. And I've, I forgot to go look up articles to see if they tried to give some kind of explanation. So there's this crazy thing in formula one. Some people hate about it. Some people hate it, but, um, it's called DRS and it's basically like it's, it's like a it's video get, game rubber
0: band AI yes, for it really actual is. racing.
1: <laughs> yes. So if you can get within a second of the car in front of you, when you get to the specific turbo zone on the track, just think of like F-Zero and you, you totally get is. the arrows, but the person in front of you doesn't. Why so have they you, not done that with the graphics yet of just like hi- they, highlight well, it. Well, no, it's funny that you say that because in Formula E, uh-huh. which is kind of like the electric Mm, adjacent i mean it's like a lot of the people who are involved in formula one have stuff involvement in formula E. formula don't Um, call it zero yeah exactly really missed opportunity Mm -hmm. there uh but they kind of did a lot more with their graphics because they have things like they have a feature where fans vote during the course of the race and if you get enough votes you get a boost and because it's all electric they can like computer control that stuff so you basically just get to unleash more of your battery Mm. during like for this period of time when you're boosting but then they kind of like put this like effect around your car so that everybody knows that you're boosting it's that stuff's wild
0: does Greg know Um, know about this fan controlled racing
1: it's eh, (laughs) he's 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 too pedestrian for that anyway for whatever reason for like an excruciating long period of time for this race. They would not enable yeah. DRS. Yeah. Now, typically, that's when it's really wet and, you know, it wouldn't, it's, because what happens is when you turn it on, you're you're getting this boost because you're taking all this downforce off your car. You're taking all this drag off your car. Because is the. But this also, the, if it's, if the, you don't have
0: traction. Does the fin flip down? Like the the tail fin, like no. something either opens or closes it on opens. it. It opens. Okay.
1: So it opens when DRS is enabled, and then as soon as you get to the braking zone, it shuts, and you get the downforce again. But that opening with uh, a slippery track can cause cars to just spin out because all of a sudden you've taken all this downforce off the rear end, and it can cause the rear end to let go. So, But that wasn't the case. We had this huge dry line. Everything was fine. They didn't want to enable it. So that was dumb. I thought the race was kind of boring. Um wasn't my favorite race of the year, but yeah, right. I, I did enjoy the sprint race a lot. I thought that was great. Um And I thought qualifying was good too. Cause it was, it was pretty nuts with the weather and everything.
0: Yeah. I think the sprint um, race is a third, the amount of lap. So it was in, yep. again, that takes less, that take, took like 40 minutes. And then yeah. even though, yeah, boring, boring race for people who have watched races before. uh Okay. Race for me, still less than two hours. Like it's still yep. like the time commitment. I'm fuck. I'm loving it. And, um, yeah, and still just enjoying the uh, getting to know the different the different racers. There's there's a new villain and hero for me every week. So yeah, um, but Lando, next Lando got on the
1: I know. podium again. Man. I love that kid. I was so, I was so happy for him. <laughs> that was great. He held on. It looked like he was going to be in trouble, but um yeah. But next race we're going we're coming here. I saw that in Miami to to these continental United States. Yeah, for the first ever. Miami Grand Prix. I think it probably isn't. I think they might have raced in Miami before a long, long time ago, but first time for this new track that is a street track. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, they're putting a lot of marketing dollars behind this event because they really want to tap into that American market, and they just have not broken through the quite the way that they want
0: to. So. Hey, I'll write them a letter. Let them know they got through to me through there you, go. you guys and American F one podcasts. There you go. Great we uh, did it yeah i guess i we don't need to do a bigger euro sports thing epl continues to be uh premier league pr- continues to be dramatic because no one wants to win fourth place and that's all you really need couldn't to even know. watch it yeah uh. couldn't
1: even, i couldn't i couldn't <laughs> can't bear to watch the, i mean the only good thing about that whole thing was christian erickson giving everybody hugs in the tunnel and then that game yeah. could have just stopped right there
0: everybody walked off and it would have been fine i right, technically it did since we haven't had a shot in 180 minutes um so what else is going on, Ryan?
1: Uh, it is MCU watch through season because we've got a new MCU okay. movie that I actually care about coming out. Um, so I am. Are we going to I theaters? Am,
0: are we going to theaters?
1: What are we doing? I hope so, man. I really hope so. You keep me uh, posted. Okay, it's looking good. Okay. I mean, I've been, I've been going, I've been, I've been going out. I've been, I'm leaving the house, going places. It's been fun. Um. But yeah, so I'm 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 not very it, far into it. It's sure. taking me a little bit longer than usual but because I've been um, really busy, um, and this week is not lighting up at all. But uh, still fun. Still, man, I still love that first Iron Man movie. Still think it's just so great. Uh, really fun to watch. Second man, Iron Man was kind of that Iron Man movie. Long in the tooth. I wish
0: I wish we could all go back to. The time right before it came out, because it was not a sure thing. Like no, not at all. Especially and, and like a,
1: with Spider Man and everything
0: that had come before it. I was gonna say, and there's a little bit of like, oh man, Marvel's gonna do their own thing, and they <laughs> they have to launch with Iron Man. Like yeah, uh, there was a little bit of that, but it is yeah, that movie still holds up, and that's a cool movie. Woo. Um,
1: I am still without my Steam Deck um
0: any signs of life any timing updates? i messaged
1: them and they said we are unable to provide you uh an eta but just know that it should happen soon we sent it to Maybe. nintendo <laughs> um and then that was on top of hearing that one of our other friends uh got his refunded after he had to return it <laughs> um which is sad because I do, I, I really do miss having it. Like I, I want it back. I'm not, I'm, I'm not entertaining a refund. Like I do want mine back. um Cause I, I do, uh, do really enjoy using it and, and have use cases for it that I was like, man, we're losing so much steam deck right now. So I could play some freaking video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead I was playing other silly stuff on my phone that we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, it's a bummer. And, uh, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know if this is like something that they're going to solve as they produce more units. So like, I hope that future steam deck owners, uh, such as yourself, don't fall into this problem. Um, but I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how, like, we don't know percentages. Like, it takes a certain amount of RMAs for a certain issue for them to really be like, oh, we need to do something about this. And I don't know if we've hit that kind of critical mass yet.
0: Um, so, oh, well. I haven't really seen Buzz in that direction for as unlucky as we have been. I mean, you
1: can find anybody on Reddit complaining about any problem that somebody's had, but that doesn't, that's not the same thing as, like, a, a really serious problem, so. Uh, speaking of wonky joysticks, um, I had to buy more joy cons and every time I buy them, I just curse at Nintendo, um, for how stupid those things are and mm-hmm. how just awful they are were designed and, um, that there's nothing There's not, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, you'll be like, oh, you need to make sure that you get revision, like, A, B, 3, because those were the good ones. That's when they finally fixed. There's no fix. They're never going to fix this problem. Like, they're just going to be the way that they are because they would have to fundamentally, they have to find a different part for the, the joysticks. Like, it's embedded in that part that they are just crappy joysticks, so. I had to buy some more because I only have one pair that's actually working anymore that doesn't drift on me um, horribly, and I've tried the paper trick and had very, very mixed results. Um, At least they're cheap. Wait. Oh, my
0: gosh. I mean, they're cheap. So dumb. But they're expensive.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For what they are is ridiculous. So
0: There's always that point when you, you just realize how much Nintendo got away with it again. Like, it's just... I
1: know. I think I have... This is my fourth pair. I have my OG pair that came with it. I bought the Splatoon pair. I have a purple and yellow one that went really bad really fast. That was like the worst ones that I've got. And then the ones I just got are the uh, OG red and blue
0: uh, ones. But hey, at least they're rechargeable. That's true. (laughs) That's true. They do. They recharge everything.
1: (laughs) Uh, And then finally, uh, really um, kind of a – I was talking to somebody on Sunday about this. Uh, On Saturday, Miguel Cabrera hit his 3,000th hit. Um, He is the 33rd player to do that. He is only the seventh player – I'm sorry. He's one of seven players Mm -hmm. who has ever gotten 3,000 hits and 500 home runs. Yeah. If he somehow makes it to 600 doubles, I think he'll be like one of three players who's ever done that. So it was a really, um, it was a really special moment, especially for Tigers fans, but um, just kind of a cool, this doesn't happen in other sports kind of moment. Um, Just, uh, just celebrating an entire career of a player. And it's especially special because he's been at he's been in detroit for a very long time like Mm. he is a he is a franchise player through and through like he had a very minor stint at tampa bay where he did in fact win the world series um so it was a fruitful one but he was only there for a little bit before he got traded to detroit and then he's been there ever since so uh it was it was a really it was a cool moment um one of my favorite things is jose iglesias who's uh colorado rockies that's who they were playing it's their shortstop. He played for us for a long time. He has a great shortstop. He was the first one. He's he's Venezuelan. Cabrera's Venezuelan. So he ran over and gave him a big hug. And it was just a cool thing to see. Like you just don't often see like the opposing team just being like super excited that this guy just got a hit off of you. But they all knew what it meant. And they called time out and his family came out awesome. and all the dugouts came out. And it was really cool. It was a really special thing. Um and he and he will be a legend. He is an absolute legend. Uh, for the franchise which is really cool too.
0: Nice. I mean I, I feel like I I missed that in my my local pro sports teams. I don't have that player anymore. Um yep. well, I mean Pacers went through a good one, Colts went through a good one, so I know kind of kind of what that's that's like, but also uh good for them for having a good baseball memory when Yankees fans tried to tear everything down. So, oh my god. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh let's see. I had a weekend of uh, tabletop games again with uh, josh lee May have heard of him um this weekend included a return to a game i've played actually quite a bit uh for for all my tabletop experience one of the first games i jumped into uh back when i first got into the hobby was zombicide which and it's 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 your arcade game of tabletop games it's You know, every turn, a bunch of new zombies spawn and you got to figure out how to survive and take them out without, you know, wasting all your ammo and all that stuff. So anyway, it has it has evolved over the years and been licensed to all kinds of hell uh, and unlicensed uh, for that in that regard, where playing with a buddy that has pretty much all the zombie side stuff, which includes a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles set of. Um, characters because you you form a group of four and you just get your minis and you put them together and he busted out the 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 turtles uh, it was so it's the four turtles plus let's think if i can get this right shredder krang bebop and rock setting not that hard um hmm. but uh so but he has the you know there's probably 60 characters to choose from like, mm-hmm. it feels like a video game in that regard. And granted, he's invested a lot of money in this to pull this off. But every character has a miniature. And then you go through all the the rest of the options, and they're just... They're kind of like uh, just uh, pop culture. Uh, they're mocking pop culture. So there's like a representative... I mean, there's a Miley Cyrus character in this game, like from the Wrecking Ball video. Uh, mm. Stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> um, but then um, I found uh, the John Wick ripoff, which ended up being a lot of fun um all the character stuff does is it like as you you get experience by killing zombies and as you as you get experience you'll you'll you can unlock up to like uh four abilities and those abilities are unique to each character or the mix of those abilities are unique to each character, otherwise the characters pretty much function the same that is mm-hmm. to say like they don't come with weapons or anything but in our playthrough, I happened to pick up um a ran uh random weapon that ended up being the golden AK forty seven, which seemed to fit that character. And, you know, if you you're playing this game turn by turn, all my partners are, are going in and out of buildings, searching for whatever we need to get out of there. Like we have a couple objectives to get. Okay. And just every time it comes back around my turn, I just ends up where I'm in the middle of the street where the zombies are just approaching from three or four directions. It's it's very much like a you know, a, a city blocks in a in a grid. So, you know, there are corners you can't kind of see around, but there's just always this steady uh, horde of approaching zombies because they keep spawning at the end of these streets. And it just worked out where the only thing I could do every turn was like, well, I've got an AK. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, he has some abilities where he can get extra shots if he lands shots. So I basically just the entire game just stood in the middle of the street, just like, Shooting 10 zombies behind me and like 10 zombies in front of me. Like, most of the other characters are killing like one or two at a time. And I'm just like mowing them all down because, like, why not? I'm protecting us. And just, but I didn't really do anything else. It was, uh, and every kind of game of that, uh, game of zombicide kind of turns into that where, like, even if you have a plan, you don't know what role you're going to end up playing for your squad. And I just, Mm -hmm. yeah, but it was just like, uh, the only problem was I leveled up so fast it, it, um, by killing all those zombies that it made our game harder because that triggers the difficulty to go up. Like once, you, oh. once you hit a certain level, then it's going to spawn more and more ridiculous zombies. So, um, gotcha. but it was, it was funny, but it's just one of those good tabletop stories. When you replay it in your head, like how would, how would that play out? Like uh Katana zero or super meat boy style. Like when it just, uh, it does the replay of everything that happened, even though you're doing it, you know, kind of sequentially, but just like, mm-hmm. no, I'm just like my characters never stopped shooting it, Hordes of zombies, and it was <laughs> doesn't always work out that way. Anyway, so um, besides good, it is uh, that's one of those games where it, invest in it with a group of friends. You don't no okay. one needs to take on all of it at once, but if you all like it, there's plenty of content there to have a good time with. And it's a it's one of the more turn your brains up, brain off and just play the game with your friends mm. kind of game. So, mm. um, and then, gosh. I think when we talked last week about my new car, I was confident. I felt like I had gotten out of the dealership unscathed with new information of how to negotiate the next round. Long story short, I got a new car. And... Congrats. I I love the car. I just feel Mm -hmm. terrible about how I overspent for it because... I gave them all the power Ryan it was I didn't see it happening Mm. and then I couldn't get out um yeah I'm an idiot I I let them know what I wanted too early and had and I kind of paid the price but in this car market I also knew this it would be a while before I could get this car so and they knew I knew that and could I could have handled it a lot better and uh I'm not I'm not happy with it so car buying sucks and it is the worst right now so, um, and you, you just yeah. to be, you got the Sonata? I got the, um, <laughs> why can't I say it Elantra. The, oh, Elantra, yeah, sorry, right. is the slightly bigger one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, my spells and whistles, including, you know, as all modern cars do, a couple months subscription to XM Radio. I've mm-hmm. never spent any mm-hmm. time with XM Radio. Um, but you know, I settled in, I found the little rock block that's in there, all the rock and metal stuff and I'm listening to it. I'm enjoying the hair metal station. And then I, I had just forgotten there are DJs on all of these channels (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they do their DJ thing. And I'm just like thinking to myself, XM has existed for so long, for so long now, and I have never really used it. And it's just like kind of that you know, if a tree falls in the forest thing, like the way these DJs go into it. And I was like, XM was never even an option or a thing I ever cared about yet. Here they are every day. They're pulling their eight hour shift, hawking, whatever they're doing. And, you know, on these like more and more niche channels, you know? And it's just like, this is, this has existed. And it's just weird of like, I had no idea your careers existed was my initial reaction. It was like, isn't, um, isn't Howard Stern on XM? Yes, I believe so.
1: And don't they have some do they have like a football deal? I'm trying to think like what are the tent poles that hold this I crumbling don't know. house of I cards think it's new up? Car, I think it's new car sales. Yeah, but I mean they throw it in for free, but yeah, I
0: guess if they get you to
1: My well, Dad yeah, but... my
0: dad was super excited about it. He uh He's uh you know we when we When I grew up, he drove vans like the big Ford vans Uh, Mm -hmm. like we had the TV in the van and the big cabin seats. And like that's how we traveled to our sporting events. And I think it just it kept us away from him while he was driving or something. Anyway, and, you know, he's he's settled into SUVs since then, but he sits down in my sedan (laughs) and he just kind of makes this face of like he's really interested in the technology that's in front of him but not comfortable at all in this car and just doesn't get it. And just kind of has this look on his face. Like, I don't know what you've done. Uh, But yeah, but the first question was, does this have XM radio? I was like, (laughs) I was like, I can unlock the car by touching the car. Like that's (laughs) the things are cool. Anyway. um, Yeah. XM radio just feels like this subculture that keeps on, keeping on and I it never has affected me in my entire life but I do I mean
1: you know you know that it's a relic when they send you a piece of mail every year saying hey are you sure you don't want to sign up for this I'm
0: like no I'm good I mean I'll use it for three months it's been decent as far as discovering new artists for me because Spotify, at this point, has become so attuned to what I listen to, even its recommendations aren't that far removed. I still have to go hunting mm-hmm. versus yeah. like here's a playlist of stuff I like that is just going to show me new stuff. but um, I figure after three months of that I'll get I'll already be tired of their new artists, so um, yeah and then um yeah, I think that'll that'll do it. I'll save my other story for another time. Let's get into it. Uh, we are the night force action report every Monday night on Twitch TV slash horrible night, 10 PM Eastern podcasts tend to show up in your feeds on Tuesdays when I'm having a good week. I have struggled a little bit in the past, uh, five or six episodes, but we are back on track. So check that out, share it with your friends, all that. We're going to keep doing this eventually check in with, uh, other horrible night members and pop up a couple shows this summer. But before we get there, um, let's go to our first drop tonight, and yeah, I kind of want to talk about griefing in video games, because I just ran across two really generic scenarios, and they kind of affected my gaming a, a little bit differently. The first one I want to call out um, <laughs> it was in Rocket League, and I think you read this story, Ryan, but I kind of want to reiterate it. Um, because I'm trying to figure out, like, sometimes griefing has a place in games, like when you can, when you can be a participant or, choo- or choose to be a participant or not, but some games don't let you do that. Rocket League, I, f- I didn't realize, actually kind of does let you do that, <laughs> um, cause, um, I actually got to defend myself a bit in this. Scenario of playing with a salty player. So I have taken to playing ranked um, multiplayer um, with random players when, when my friends aren't aren't on. That mm. is a first for me in the X number of years I've played Rocket League. I've only started doing that in the last two months because um unranked matches were getting real salty. They were just they were just not fun. Um, yeah. just people trash talking each other nonstop. But the ranked matches seemed to like people Seem to want to support each other to win. You know, it can turn nasty when you start to lose. But um, I was playing a match. And me and the one of the other uh, players on my team, we were doing well. We scored a couple goals. And we basically did it without our third partner. But he starts chirping. He starts what a saving everything that we were making without him, you know, but like, and we were trying to have a good, uh, cordial back and forth with the other team. Like they were saying, nice shot. We were saying, thank you. And then, Mm -hmm. and this guy's like in the background and he does it twice. And, uh, my partner just basically says no in chat. And then he says something to that guy. So, um, good partner quits. He just leaves. Mm. Um, And I can't get the other guy to forfeit and I don't want to deal with timeout stuff. I think I could have left after the first guy left. But anyway, we had three minutes left to play and we're up three to nothing. And so um, this guy still won't stop talking. So I just mafia at him. I just literally pretended I was on the other team and played on the other side and tried to score on us and would just block him out of goal any chance I would get and he didn't get it until about the second goal that I was I had turned on him and he's just <laughs> so he was just like what are you doing and 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 um well at one point just asked why and I kept saying what a save what a save and and then uh, luckily uh was able to completely block him out of the goal and and get it to overtime and then do the same thing to let them win and um so then I'm laughing my ass off because it was the only, it was the only right way to go about it. And, um, but he starts like really going at me in chat and he's, he wants to party up. And I was like, I had read, um, I had read about, uh, this before, as far as like, you know, if somebody pisses you off in that game, you can, you try to party up and like, let's, let's go, you know, just, let's Ones. go one-on-one. And I'm just yeah. like, I just asked, I just, uh, he's like, party up, come on, let's go, let's go. And I was like, why? Like I I my issue wasn't with you being a I was never saying you were a terrible player or I am better than you. It's like you, no, you're a dick. Me playing a one-on-one game with you won't change the fact that you're a dick. And yeah. Um so as I said, I just said why and left the game and tried to pardon me up, block him on uh uh Epic and then he hits me up on Steam trying to DM me there. Wow. Gets gets blocked on there, but it was just like I don't even think you understood the rules of engagement there and uh, it was um, the most personal um, trash talking I've had in Rocket League in a long time but it was just really funny Mm. of just like I saw I saw where he was going with it but I was like but dude that's not even why you do that and um, it it bothered he get get pretty juvenile before uh, we got to this point Um, he did not no, he didn't call me anything, anything racist. He did get homophobic, so I got to report him for that. Okay. Um, classic, classic, sure. Yeah, and it was, yeah, yeah, there was the F word in that one. Um, and um, I was just like, dude, you're not even worth any energy. And, um, right. So um, I, I do like that Rocket League has at least evolved to kind of have this, um, I don't know, like, not rules of engagement but it's almost like a duel like it's like these unwritten mm-hmm. rules of these are the steps of someone has
1: you have offended me sir yes
0: um we shall duel <laughs> but it's like you slapped me in the face with the glove but i didn't even feel anything or i didn't even know like we weren't even in the same room ban. like uh, mm-hmm. um so that was really an interesting start to my weekend um and then things concluded with, um, and I'll talk about my, about my better experiences with Sea of Thieves, but I I, I had the classic um, trying to turn in stuff at an outpost, playing solo. I, I hear a noise next to me, and I'm like, what the hell was that? And I turn, literally turned around to see something shine in my crow's nest on my ship right before I get sniped in the head, <laughs> Oh <my laughs> which goodness. was kind of amazing. I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's that's what happened. What a bummer! And then it spawns me on my ship because mm-hmm. um, it's in, it's still docked, and there's all four of them running around my ship, coming at me with swords. And while they're coming at me with swords, um, they're saying, "No, dude, it's cool. We're stranded here. We're stranded here." And they then they proceed to kill me again, and I don't understand <laughs> what they were what they were doing. So then I came back later in the, come back on the boat and it's out in the middle of the ocean. It's no longer docked at the outpost mm. and we were hauling ass. And I swear to God, like I come out, to the, <laughs> come out to the deck and I'm like, where are they? I can't see or hear them. And there's a monkey <laughs> in the middle of the, the, the deck on the sloop. And it, um, it's not doing anything. I'm still looking around. Can't find it. It has a name. I, and it's one of their pets, but I don't know at the time. I'm like, I pick up the monkey, and it's just hanging out with me. And I was like, okay. And then I go back to the um, the anchor, and I drop anchor. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Why is there just a monkey on this ship? <laughs> and uh, yeah, as soon as I drop anchor, they all jumped out and and came at me again. So I quickly jumped to the menu and scuttled the ship. So <laughs> um, not sure what their plan was. That was the thing. I was like, that type of griefing, like, I'm not... It's a funny story, but I'm not even sure what they are after. Like, I'm a solo player. I've got nothing. You know, at any point I can just blow my ship. Why would I let you take my ship? And why would you? I mean, that is like the Rocket League thing
1: to me is being a dick. I don't. I don't know that that would reach griefing for me. Like when I think griefing, mm. I think like back in like the Minecraft server days where people would just come in and destroy people's stuff. Mm. Like literally just trying to cause hurt uh, for no reason. And that Sea of Thieves story sounds like, like that's prime griefing. Mm. Like that, that I mean, all they wanted to do was just make your life a living hell until you had to scuttle your ship. And, you know, and get- that's- that's spawn their night. Else. That's I, their yeah. Okay. Um. Speeds I mean, volumes for that game.
0: I mean, it's, I keep going back. It is a pirate game, but also it, it. When you go back to original griefing, like that, did give me flashbacks to, uh, Diablo One multiplayer for the first time. Those classic oh, stories, because yeah. I had that happen. Of like, the dude's gonna escort me in into the first dungeon. He's got a bunch of stuff, and then he just. Kills me for my opening gear for some reason. And I was just like, you didn't get it. You already have better stuff than this. You just literally yeah. wasted both of our time so that you could just kill me to kill me. And I believe I
1: feel like I feel like turtling in Rocket League is more griefing. Like like people who intentionally create new new profiles. For- oh, smurfing. Smurfing smurfing sorry yes. smurfing I was like turtling is an effective turtling. defensive tech that we have used turtling <laughs> is good no smurfing sorry yes yeah, smurfing in Rocket League to me is more like a, a form of griefing sure because it's like you have no business to be there you're not really getting anything out
0: of it other than you're ruining somebody's game that you shouldn't be playing because there's wasting people's time and then there's wasting people's time and ruining their their time Um, Yes, which is, I think, where that that griefing line is. Um, And yeah, I guess I expected a little bit more in some competitive scenarios and I I got a kick out of like. I don't know, I felt like I just went through this mental checklist with Rocket League of like, what are you know, what are the rules? What are the yeah the rules of engagement here? Um, And then we've crossed all those lines. So now it's a free for all of just like, I can't leave this game you're wasting all of our times and these guys shouldn't pay for it. So I'm going to help them win. Um,
1: yeah. I definitely think the fact that you gave an out, you said let's forfeit, huh? you know, cause we're clearly now we're down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we only have two players uh, and I don't really want to play with you, but I don't want to take a five minute break or whatever, you know, is the imposed um, rule. But yeah, I mean, if, if, If he's not willing to go along with that, like you're under no obligation to like enjoy the rest Mm -hmm. of the match and like play it to your fullest. Like we've certainly played those opponents who have gone through that and seen that happen to them. Uh, but is that I just I just I wanna take a a quick break here and just ask a question. Are you okay? Because you're doing video game activities that have me very worried about you. Do what, playing Sea of Thieves? (laughs) randos rank oh sure what the fuck are you doing there and then playing solo sea of thieves i mean i'm concerned okay <laughs> i have concerns now i don't think you're taking very care of your video game self that's all i'm saying <laughs> uh next hey. thing you're gonna tell me you're playing ultimate team and fifa and then then i'm calling so i'm, I'm getting on the phone and calling some people
0: God, me one versus 11 <laughs> <laughs> and only playing those games. Uh, no, yeah. Rocket League was going well for a bit. So that was a, a, it is literally my only incident in, in ranked threes. So okay. if that does, and that was always my fear that I figured that happened a lot, but that was the first one. So um, it is in the back of my head and see if these was definitely just like a, it's a social experiment. It's like checking out on No Man's Sky. I got to see what the limits mm. are here. So yeah. Um, um, have you had another grieving experience stand out like uh, if in, in not in any of the games we've talked about but just like what other game pops up recently like
1: uh elite dangerous is um it's a freaking wild west out okay. there and and they will they will come at you and know that you're a new player and just roll up on you with their capital ships and just absolutely wreck you and you still don't even know what you're doing or what happened so um that one's pretty bad I don't know I I I play so so little competitive right. stuff um we did have a we had a Coop and I had an invader in uh Elden Ring And this dude just would like dodge roll all over the place. And it was like, it's like one of those things where it's like, you see a spider in your office and you're like, I got to deal with it, but they just keep avoiding you. And you're like, maybe if I don't like, I'll just go and do whatever. And then like, they'll just like show up again, like dropping down on your desk or something. So it's like, we needed him to not be there anymore, but he would not engage Mm. in combat, but also would just stay there. Like always like a threat. And that was really obnoxious. And then he ended up just absolutely
0: murdering us. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he he is who you thought he was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he like lured us in the trap. Like it was just like a whole thing. Uh, and it was really frustrating. So Yeah.
0: I guess what I, I, what I think I, why I wanted to talk about this is because our multiplayer gaming has become so select that actually these moments are few and far between. Like we we don't really put ourselves out there in a way that it can get to us outside of like c- competitive manipulation, like smurfing, like, mm-hmm. but that's yeah. still like a passive thing. Like yeah, V actually having to actively engage with them. That's when that's, that's not, doesn't happen as often. Be- and I wouldn't say that's because games have evolved. I think it's like, we've just evolved around games to avoid those situations. Cause we don't like um, to, to waste our time or have that yes. risk of waste, wasting our time. So yeah, I don't know. It just felt, really funny to me that I had two very generic ones right in a row like that was the atypical you know I feel like probably happens in Fortnite all the time like this is what teenagers and college kids are doing all the time when they're mm-hmm. they're playing competitively against people they don't know is that's when they kind of puff up their chest and, and come at them one-on-one I mean oh that happens in um, all the all the battle royale games too it's like you got a problem with me let's go one-on-one let's 1v1 and it was just funny. It, like, the first Which, time I got asked a one V one, I was like, dude, you didn't even earn it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it also it's just funny to me because in Rocket League that proves nothing. Mm-hmm. Like you can be a grand champion level threes player and not be very good at once. It's a different <laughs> it's a whole different mindset and you have to play the game very differently. So it's
0: like I said, I could have kicked his ass or he could've kicked my ass. He still yeah. would have been a dick.
1: Like and that right. was the
0: And and you're just subjecting yourself to him being a dick to you. Yeah even more also let me add you to my steam friends list that's how that's that's where we want to go Yeah. all right um give me some uh good game stories what's your games of the week well
1: uh i'm not gonna lie another sparse week of gaming uh, i didn't get it's fine whole, not your fault a whole lot in uh i did play some more monster hunter rise mm-hmm. though um is that warming up is that is that becoming the thing you think or well i you know i have my own personal goals Mm -hmm. um i'm on the verge of hitting uh hunter rank 100 which will then open up a fight for me that i haven't uh done again since my switch days um so i'm i'm excited about that uh i also from the preview stuff that we've seen so far we know that we're getting new switch skills Um, one of the classes that I love, which is Lance didn't really get a great first shake in this game. The switch skills are kind of lame. Um, and, and frankly, some of them are, are just hard to get to utilize properly. Um, but they did show that they're getting a new one and it looks really cool. And so I have been working on getting my, my Lance up to snuff, um, Which I'm actually, uh, I'm also playing it with my oldest daughter. She really likes playing that game with somebody. She's I think she's still intimidated to play it by herself. um, But she likes having her her OP dad come and beat the crap out of some monsters (laughs) for her. So so yeah, that's been really fun. Um, And it's a great way to just remember the mechanics of a weapon in a very low stress situation versus... I was doing some event quests um, because there's some crazy crossover stuff that they had. Like there was one with street fighter and there was one with Sonic. Um, And you basically just have to grind those events, those event quests and the street fighter one, which is nuts. You it's, it's Akuma, but you're like, you're, you look like him. And if you use sword and shield, they actually change your moves so that like, your one block, you have one move where like, you basically like jump up in the air with your shield and like, it's a great counter. Well, he does the like spinning uppercut move when you do that. And if you throw Kunai, He'll do like a Hadouken, which is okay. su- super cool. And I think he also he does another one where he'll do the like hurricane kicks and stuff. So it's really it's they go all out for some of those things, which is cool. And then the Sonic one, you can turn your Palico. He he looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. And if you give him the the feline, whatever um, potion stuff is that makes them kind of go into like overdrive, him. he turns into like gold Sonic and
0: goes nuts. but not tails gold sonic not tails yeah gold sonic not tails
1: uh so yeah i've been playing that uh like i said i was playing some nonsense on my phone because i am without my steam deck so i did pick up marvel puzzle quest to give it a shot um
0: it's garbage isn't it right
1: it's not great but it's (laughs) it's a it's a match three game so it's just like it was it was i didn't realize How much time I put in the Puzzle Quest 3 because I immediately was like, what do you mean I can't do diagonal matches? Like, I didn't realize how quickly that had gotten into my brain. And also the, I kept trying to, like, I was, like, trying to do all of the things because, you like, in Puzzle Quest 3 you have, like, a a time limit. And if you can just make matches. And, like, this was like, nope, you moved it. You're done. That's your turn. And I was like, oh. Uh, I felt your pain of having to, when, there are these fights. Specifically with sentinels in them. And I swear they do a special move every single round, and every single one of them has to do it. And it's just like, when is my turn (laughs) going to happen? This is crazy. Like, and you do like one thing and it's like, okay, you're done. Bam, 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 bam. Here's 12 things that they have to do every single time. And I'm just like, God,
0: this is insane. I don't like that. But and it is this weird. It fades out the screen and just like takes control away from you. And you're just like. I don't care. Like I'm, I'm okay with you having a ridiculous combo and destroying me right now. Just, just, but just jump to my turn so I can go. Yeah, destroy me faster, please. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know if I mentioned this. Uh, we talked about it way back when uh, they were do uh, Steam was doing the sim sale, and we had mentioned that there was a car detailer simulator that was coming out. And I said that I was interested in it. I did pick it up. I did play it. It's kind of not great. Um it's got this weird like it it just it feels like they had no budget. It feels like maybe this is one person doing this game because like the cinematics which sometimes these are I mean they're usually bad. These are like shouldn't be in the game. You just don't need them. Like figure out a different way to do storytelling because you clearly don't have budget to do cinematics and like I don't know, like some of the stuff just feels I don't know. I just feel like nobody has like nailed it quite like how I like car mechanic simulator like what they did and i think farming simulator is up there too it's just doing a really good job um and making you feel like you're like fake learning some applicable knowledge that could be used in these scenarios when it's not at all the, the case but um
0: funny fact about car detailing um i got sucks. My, i got my tra- car i was going to trade in i i got it not not really detailed, but cleaned out. Um and um it I knew that it was a shit show. It basically was a it, since COVID just been overruled by my dogs. Like the the amount of dog hair embedded in the carpet and the floor <laughs> is just I was I was basically like, do the best you can. And I was like, showing the car. She kind of laughed at it. I was like, well, so "What are our options?" I don't know really how that much time. Like, she's like, "We could shampoo this." And I was like, "No, I just like whatever we can get done in your normal amount of time. Just we'll go with it." But the l- <laughs> the last thing she asked me is like, "And we also, you know, we can put perfume in the car. Like, you can choose from these different smells." And I was like, "Well, what, what do you have?" And she's like, "Vanilla and such and such and the new car smell." And blah, blah. I was like, "Let's do new car smell for irony." I'm gonna <laughs> like this <laughs> this car that I just I just want the whatever they can give give me for it uh yeah new car smell so i don't even like new car nice. smell. but anyway
1: you don't like off casting chemicals <laughs> <laughs> uh i played some more circuit superstars i really like that game i would really like to play it with some other people just to see if it's competitively fun at all because um, the ai is kind of dicks mm-hmm. um but uh i think it's 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 really fun I do really like that game. Um and then I did do a little bit more Unreal uh five learning Lumen is ridiculous. Um yeah, I can't I can't wait to see what people who know what they're doing um get their hands on that the engine.
0: You, did you spend as much time with it as you thought you would? I'm just curious.
1: Um no uh i didn't because i i finally we finally got it finally warmed up here mm. and um so i was out in the garage yeah, yeah. like okay. pretty much all weekend
0: working that'll on happen. my guitar that'll happen so all right yep uh let's go to our next drop you're gonna talk about what are you gonna talk about you're gonna talk about we're
1: gonna talk about star wars games and there's lots of Star Wars games coming unless you look closely and realize that only a couple of them are going to be anything we care about but we're going to go through them and uh we're going to we're going to play a little game here okay uh where we're going to uh thumbs up thumbs down this game actually sees the light of day oh, um, oh. uh because <laughs> boy do i have my doubts on some of these so Uh, we're going to kick it off first with, um, Star Wars Hunters. This is coming from Zynga. You remember that little company? (laughs) Oh yeah. EA bought Uh, them, didn't
0: they? At some point. They
1: did. Um, they've been acquired. Uh, so this will be an iOS, Android and switch. Oh. It's a, it's a online PVP arena brawler. Okay. Um. This one uh got a soft launch on iOS already, so um we we can feel pretty uh pretty assured that this one will actually come out. So you know. So is this like
0: uh is this a MOBA? Kinda. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to find some gameplay. Yeah, I do yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I think it is definitely coming out. <laughs>
1: It will come out. Uh, will anybody really care that much about it? I, who knows? You know, maybe it might break through. I, I still, we could do a whole show about the mobile marketplace and and games and all up. of the questions because we thought it was going to be something really big, and it just keeps being. It's, it's just needs to live in that middle area. It can't be great, and it. I mean, it can be garbage, but whatever. So, yes, that's our first one. Uh, Not very interesting. So, our next one is from this uh, little gem of a company called Respawn. Mm. Um, This is another EA Star Wars game. They finally decided after they lost exclusivity to make video games in the Star Wars universe. Uh, So, this is going to be a first-person shooter. It doesn't have a name yet. Um. But you know, we've got uh you know respawn's their their pedigree speaks for itself. Uh, you know, even in Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order was um was a was a good game, uh, game of the year for us, in fact. Uh but in a pretty light year. Um, but Apex Legends has done really well as well. So um Yeah. We don't really know a whole lot more beyond that.
0: Um Huh. It's being being led by the Medal of Honor team that did that VR game. Yep. Peter Hirschman. So it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like shooter shooter. So you're probably, I mean, I don't think we're going to, I would love to get a Jedi Knight one kind of remake, but I don't know if there's room for that next to other Jedi stuff.
1: Um, I was thinking more like, let's go way back and let's just do Dark Forces 4. Because wasn't Jedi Knight 1, Dark Forces 3? Jedi Knight 1 was... I thought there was two standalone Dark Forces games. So Dark was... Forces and Dark Forces 2. Dark Forces 2 was Jedi Knight. 3.
0: 2 was Jedi Knight? 2 was Jedi Knight. 3 was Jedi Outcast. 4 was Jedi Academy. But they dropped the Dark
1: Forces name after yes. Jedi Knight. Yes. Because then it started becoming jedi knight 2 yes yeah there was always
0: a plan <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so maybe it's a dark forces 3 because those were more shootery yeah. games. yeah um uh, okay yeah thumbs up thumbs down you think this one's coming out
0: yes yes because i think yeah I, I think thumbs up i think respawn has creative control here so they uh they can they can push that push that through so no problem my only
1: concern is that Respawn has uh, a couple of um, things in the fire right now. And depending on if this is going away that they like, okay. m- you know, maybe gets deprioritized over something that they are more. But it's Star Wars. So you would think that that would give it some boost. So I'm mm-hmm. going to give it a thumbs up to you. I think this one will come out. Um, so we'll see. All right. So our next one is from Bit Reactor. Uh, which is a new studio that's part of EA. Um, this is the team that uh, had the art director for some of the newer XCOM games. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to be collaborating with Respawn and EA. So it's kind of like um, it almost feels like Bit Reactor is kind of being like uh,
0: it's like almost like an
1: apprenticeship. To, yeah, to make sure. this game. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I, I just saw that the team that helped with the Tina's game, uh, Wonderlands, like yeah. that studio that assisted Gearbox, um, uh, Gearbox just went ahead and bought them. Like as far as oh, like yeah. apprenticeship nice. of like, oh yeah, you should sure. help us deliver the thing. This does sound yeah. similar.
1: Um, so this will be a strategy game. Um, so that is kind of all we know. Strategy game some former XCOM uh, talent involved there. Um, yeah, I'm going to say this one does not see the light of day.
0: I don't think. So. I, I don't think so. I don't think there's going to. This one makes it. The demand won't be there to overcome the unforeseen creative hurdles with this one. So yeah,
1: yeah. Strategy games are already hard to put out. Strategy games tied to huge ip
0: Mm -hmm. is real risky so that that one's the riskiest one so far
1: yep uh not risky one uh one that we've kind of been wondering where the heck is it but uh star wars jedi fallen order sequel this is also from respawn uh which if you notice they are involved in all star wars things now um but yeah this is the uh the sequel to, you know, what was the game of the year, uh, a couple years ago. Um, we don't have a date for it yet. Um, but apparently, uh, it's close. Could even come out this year. <laughs> uh, which is weird because we haven't heard anything about it. I would think so. Unless we hear something about it this summer. Um, I'm thinking this is going to get pushed the next year. Uh, I, for me, this is a this is a pretty big thumbs up because I think clearly they've done a lot of work on it, and the first one sold well. So, makes I sense. feel like EA's is going to push this one across the line. Yeah,
0: I think it'll definitely happen. It'll be out summer of next year if it's. Uh, yeah. So I know this. It's been this November. It's been three years since the first one. Um. Mm. And I yeah I think they're yeah they're probably making plenty of progress, but there's no way it makes up it for the holiday yep okay
1: uh this is a this is a wishy-washy one but uh star wars knights of the old republic Mm -hmm. which some would argue is the best star wars game that's ever been made uh and i'm not saying that personally uh said that when i went back to watch (laughs) i randomly watched a um oh dang it What was EA's uh, robot like Iron Man game that was just a huge bag of poop from BioWare? Um, It was their looter shooter Anthem. Anthem. I went back and randomly (laughs) watched his Anthem review, um, and he was talking about uh, BioWare and and Knights of the Old Republic and how it was such a great game. Uh, They are remaking this game, Um, it is being done by Aspire uh and being i don't know published by sony i don't know what the sony relationship is in this but uh or if sony might
0: did sony buy aspire i
1: don't think so but
0: maybe they did it's a piece ps5 console exclusive (coughs) at launch oh
1: well there you go okay so they just
0: are gonna lock it down i mean it's really funny when you think back to the original kotor being an xbox exclusive
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: um
1: so this is going to be a remake of the game from the ground up which I don't understand how it couldn't be the engine is yeah super old at this point so it would have to be a, a from scratch but I it's mean, yeah um you,
0: that's bold though like I think they need to reframe it cuz if you say that in a post Final Fantasy VII remake era like cuz that's what it would need honestly is It needs a new combat system. It needs, yeah. I mean, we all love this. We all love the story and the choices that those can exist, but yeah, you probably need to redo everything else. They won't be doing that. I expected to play pretty similarly to OG KOTOR, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't have a, I don't have a high opinion of Aspire. They, have been in the porting business for a long time. And I think they've made some pretty crappy ports. Um, so I don't really understand how they're going to take this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're not gonna-
1: absolute classic and remake it into something that anybody's going to be like, wow, we should just left that one alone, I guess. Uh, Because it has the exclusive at launch, and because I think this is a big deal for Aspire, I do think that this is going to come out.
0: I just don't think it's going to be good. I'm with you. Yeah. I have no hopes for it, but it will happen. Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. Now
1: we're on to a fun one. Uh, A company that we rooted for to go independent and now I'm just praying to God somebody buys them and puts them out of their own misery. Uh Ubisoft <laughs> is making a a open world Star Wars game, which even that sounds just awful. Um but it's massive and I do like massive and I do like what they did with the division and I thought they've they've done a great job shepherding that franchise. It's like one of the ones that I can hold on to still as uh, like oh yeah I really like the division too. It was really good. So um so yes, so that team, uh, which I believe just lost one of their their top people to, which was kind of a bummer, mm. um, is going to make the game. It was announced originally in January of last year, 2021. Um, so yeah, all we know is that it's it's massive. It's open world. I, those two think massive studio.
0: It's open world. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing at Penguin's Mandalorian's Creed. Uh, calling that's, that's good stuff. <laughs> uh,
1: and that it will be a departure from the world of the division. Which, what okay, <laughs> I hope so. That would be weird, but whatever. Um, uh, yeah, so we haven't, uh, we haven't heard anything more about that. So, um, I'll be curious if this summer if we hear anything about it. Mm. They're also working on the Avatar game, which I'm just like, that wow, worries just me. Can- Yeah.
0: just cancel that. Gosh, nobody cares. Um, I think that studio is super talented, but yeah, it just seems like they are not focused on the right stuff. But
1: based on the stories that came out this week about Ubisoft and that they are really looking for somebody to buy them because they just can't get their big projects uh, across the finish line. That they can't. They keep putting stuff out there that just keeps flopping, and they just seem like completely aimless right now. I don't think this one is coming out.
0: I. Th- you make a strong argument, but I, I think it, I don't know. I think it does. I think whatever happens to massive and there might be some, you know, there might be something tricky with the licensing, but I think it gets, I think it comes out super late, but mm-hmm. I think it happens. So it just seems like this might be the project that follows massive wherever they may might land. So oh, interesting. that's kind of my thoughts because that okay. team's got some chops and the Star Wars license seems important and that might be the one like they might be done with the division by the time Ubisoft sells. But yeah, right now I, th- I think I think Massive finds a way to get, get this game out. Um, we're going to go to a
1: low note and then a high <sighs> note. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse, which is one of the if you remember, I think it's one of only two on this list so far that actually has a name um, is a Quantic dream uh, game that they have been working on. It was announced last September. Um, I do like that Kotaku took a moment to just put in a nice dig that the studio has been courts for three years because their company is complete garbage and uh, they have, toxic working conditions um which is like crunch to sexual harassment to you name it like just rot from the top down um this game will come out it'll it'll get made i nobody will give a crap i just i don't i don't i just don't think that Quantic dream I just I just don't think that they I, – I think people who are really into Quantic Dream games might get really excited about it, but I just don't think it's going to hit any kind of mass, broad appeal. Um, and I think that having to fight that uphill PR fight uh, that they're going to have to do every time they want to talk about this game um, will be tricky. So, yeah, I, I think it will come out. I but,
0: th- think it will come out, and I hope we never talk about it again.
1: There you go. <laughs> Yeah, just in case you all didn't know, we're not fans of Quantic Dream, so. All right, so I said it was a low note, but we're going to end on a high note. Uh, Amy Hennig famously was working on a Star Wars game um, before her whole entire studio got dissolved. And uh, we got word, I want to say it was like this just past week, maybe, um, that uh, her new studio, skydance new media which i hate the name of but i still like her uh are 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 gonna work on a star wars game um obviously you know the the one before it i don't i'm sure there's like a whole bunch of reasons why um project ragtag it cannot be resurrected or like i don't know if they like worked out some way to like take that with them Uh, Or if EA is like, no, 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 that's all of ours. Uh, So, we don't know. We don't really know what this is going to be other than she said it's a richly cinematic action adventure game featuring an original story. Which sounds awesome. So cool. Um (laughs) I'm going to say this is going to come out because I just really wanted to, (laughs) like, I just really want to see whatever, whatever it is, whatever this action adventure, you and I have talked about this a lot. And I think we're on the same page. Like the star Wars universe needs to just take the whole Skywalker thing and just put it, put it away, put it on a shelf, say, good job. You did good job. Skywalkers, Now let's just explore this humongous universe that we have created that we just don't dive into enough into different directions. And it's like, yes, I'm excited about Obi-Wan, but it's like, Oh my gosh, it's the same crap. Like we've, it's all the same stuff. Like just, just create a new Jedi and put him somewhere else, like completely new conflicts. Like, I think that's why people loved uh, Mandalorian so much. It was just like, even though it's kind of, like, in and around all that stuff, it's still, like, finally, this is, like, a new character that we don't really know anything about. And, like, they're, like, in the places that I like to be in. And, like, there's there's those touch-tone moments of that universe, but it's it's something new. Um, so I'm really excited uh, to see what this new adventure could be. And um, I think video games are a great way to do yeah. New stuff in Star Wars, which is
0: just really exciting. So, that's a good point. That's as far as we want to see all the other Star Wars stuff, and I think she's in a great position to show us more of that. And I think this game totally comes out because EA is not involved. And I think, um, I think her studio will definitely get this game out. I don't know if their Marvel game will come out, like, it kind of depends on. I think the Star Wars game probably comes out first, so mm-hmm. and we'll see how, uh, you know, AAA. Triple A game development right now is such a mess as far as you know, how long these projects take, how much money they take, how you know, like a lot of things could happen. So to guarantee two games out of that studio seems risky, but I think they're, they're definitely will do the Star Wars game if I had to guess. So
1: So yeah, I think um I think after the the summer season of I don't even know we don't even know what this summer's gonna look like. We know we're getting uh Summer of Games event from um jeff from jeff thank you jeff game awards career um we don't really know if there's gonna be like a standalone xbox event this summer we don't know if there's gonna be a playstation Xbox or a playstation standalone event or if those are just going to happen whenever they feel like it so it's kind of it's kind of hard to track like before we kind of had like like kind of like these these touchstones throughout the year and you could kind of track like the hype like okay what are they pushing okay that means that's probably getting close because they're needing to talk about it more or it's been at e3 for like 3 years in a row it might not ever come out <laughs> like like those we don't i feel like we just don't have those kinds of things anymore so um yeah i'm not really sure where any of these are at but hopefully we see some more of them this summer and
0: uh yeah i take some some star wars hype i i, I just feel like that universe is in such an interesting place. And Mm. um, I don't know what the next thing will be to kind of kickstart it in the direction we're really hyped about. But um, when they figure it out, I'm also excited to see the video games react to it. So, And and maybe maybe the video games will hit on something, hit on a character or or a a moment in time that we want to dig into more with more of the stuff. But um, it's really... It could go anywhere, I feel like, at this point, and that's uh both terrifying and exciting. So Mm -hmm. uh, as far as my games of the week, um let's talk about uh Sea of Thieves. We did we did play uh with a Mm -hmm. nice fun co-op session. Uh well we we had a good time uh with Coop. Um learned a lot about uh what we're expecting out of Sea of Thieves or what we want out of Sea of Thieves. Um, it was fun getting, getting, getting our bearings again. I always just like to see how the games change, see how they've, I I don't think it was free to play the last time we, we jumped in. So interacting with their seasons content and just how all that stuff's organized, remembering, Oh yeah, they did the pirates end or whatever, uh, crossover with, uh, Pirates of of Caribbean, Caribbean stuff, and we saw some new enemy types, so it wasn't all just skeletons, which was, yep. you know, That's the true. fights were really the same. But at least I, you know, some of those uh, crustacean creatures were caught me off guard. Um, mm-hmm. So the sense of discovery was 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 nice. Uh, we did kind of fall in the same uh, routines as far as like going going the islands. We did the skeleton stuff, and probably did one too many of those, but. um we did get into a fight with, a. was that a, no, it wasn't a ghost ship. Was it another player? Who were we fighting? No, it was a ghost ship. Okay, it was a, a ghost ship. And then I think it kind of clicked for you of like, that's kind of what we actually want to do is spend our time yeah. out on the seas doing some battle stuff and um, kind of the dynamic moments that, that happened with that. So there was, there was promise there as a group, I think. Yeah. And we
1: didn't go after any forts, which apparently are also mm-hmm. um, pretty fun to do um so we could have done some more of those but
0: yeah i i think there are some activities that we can go do and have fun if we just focused on those and left all the other stuff behind because in the end the the weird part about that game is just like what are you grinding for that's no different we've talked about it every time we talk about this game and it's all cosmetics which it's always been it's not a surprise but it's just like even some of those that's just not a Care, we're ever going to spend the time to go after to care about, so we might as well fill our time with some fun. So,
1: I mean, that is just that is just the continuing problem that I have with that game. Like, Like, I think about all the time that I spent in Elden Ring and how much fun that was because it's just like you're constantly getting some new toy to play with, you know, some new way to mess people up. Um, I don't know, I just like. I like, I kind of almost wish it was like, even if there was four of us, we start off on a sloop and like, we're just having to like, we have to upgrade our like pirate base in order to be able to get bigger ships and get, you know, more ships or get a fleet. Like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like no man's sky does a better job of that. Of Like, at least I know, like I'm progressing to try and get, you know, a better ship or I want to build a base or I want to explore like, you know, like kind of understanding those things um like see if these. if I'm not having fun with you guys like I'm really leaning on my friends really hard because like that's where we will have fun like when we're just like oh crap I just got knocked off the boat or you know like trying to row and like what are you what are you doing why are you not <laughs> going we, the we're right out direction going to see. we're going to see <laughs> yeah what's happening here uh like that stuff is is like the only thing that keeps that game fun and so that's like when you said you were playing it solo I'm just like so, you're just playing the like really unfun version of
0: Sea of Thieves? Like,
1: I don't understand. Like,
0: well, we, we, you know, you get in there and all of a sudden, like, it's tracking all the achievements, all your progress. go, like, uh oh, I've got meters, I've got numbers, I've got things to, I've got things to check off. And that mm-hmm. gets me, you know, almost flips the switch to pl- to my mobile gaming mode. It's like, well, I might be able to go in and just do some activities because I like being in that world. Like, I, mm. I, I really do. So, it is
1: really pretty. Oh my
0: God. Like, we kept
1: talking the whole time, just like, Still the best water I've ever seen in a video game. Nobody even comes close. But also just like really pretty sunsets and like just random. And if we knew what we were
0: looking for, there's so much on the horizon that's communicating to you about like we actually don't need the maps. We can go just go do the thing that's out that way and and do more of that. Um, Penguin, I like your comment um, that your only issue is that with the game is there's no there's literally no reason to play other than random fun times and which is actually kind of amazing. Like depending on how you look at it, like that's, that's how they, that's what, that's the game they made. Like mm-hmm. we talk about like, I want more stuff to do, but like the core of the game is every time you log in, a new player is as powerful as the person that's put in six years worth of t- play time in this game. And, mm-hmm. or however long this game's been out. It seems like six years, probably only like four. Um, And it, like none of the, none of the weapons, Are any more powerful than the other weapons and your souped up blunderbuss is the same as the starter blunderbuss and Mm -hmm. um, that's a choice and I don't think it's a right or wrong choice but it, it does change the game in that it does require you to kind of create your own fun or ask you to enjoy the experience because again a lot of it takes time to do like, it's fun to kind of manage the ship and figure out where you're going. And I kept giving you guys the wrong directions and, (laughs) um, you know, all the, the panic that happens when you're trying to do a ship battle, but maintain the ship. And, um, but all that stuff takes a lot of time. And if that doesn't feel valuable to you at the end of the session, that's when we choose not to come back and play again. And, um, you know, if I, I'm, I guess I just want to see like, if we just do focus on battling ghost ships and battling other things and, and going to forts and will that be rewarding enough to, um, to come back a couple, a couple more times. Cause it's just, it's, it's also just crazy how good looking that game is, how polished it feels like it. It's doing what it's set out to do is just kind of take it or leave it at the moment. So, yeah. Um, in that regard, it's kind of shocking, like how little the game has actually changed. Like they've, mm. you know, they've added more, which was our original <laughs> request at the beginning of playing Sea of Thieves. They've done that, but um, yeah, I, I still think we're on we're we're searching for something else to play, uh, and that was maybe we'll play that a couple more times, but that's it's not going to stick beyond that. So, yeah, um, so I got poking around uh game pass and saw that streets of rage four um is leaving game pass and i remembered i really enjoyed that when that came out uh, but i didn't stick with it but i also saw that this team is working on that new teenage ninja, ninja turtles game and i wanted to oh no nice. so i was like i would i, I was like i re- really remember loving this game when i played it um and yeah it's still it's still fantastic i love the animation style in this game it's it's got a real sharp look the soundtrack's great um and the move sets feel good. Um, they make some smart upgrades to that beat-em up um design so it doesn't feel like you're putting in quarters, but you're like in that you're there's enough drops in the level that if you you can kind of keep going on one life and you don't have to feel like you just have to burn through lives just because that's how it's designed. So it felt a little more smartly designed than the classics, I guess. Hmm. Um, um yeah, there's just there's a it's a really <laughs> well made beat 'em up and I think it's uh, worth playing, um, right up there with uh, um, River City Girls. So that yeah, uh, one and two, which is they kind of don't get talked about. But it actually made more me pretty excited for this Ninja Turtles game. I think um, my fiance and I, and, and I will play that. She liked those arcade games, and um, I don't think it'll just be a straight port of the classic experience. I think it'll have some modern touches to it. That'll make it fun and replayable. So nice. that gave me hope for that. Um, I did check in a little bit more with the, the Lego star Wars stuff To I just took a breath. I didn't, the game is a collectathon. Um, and it's not very hard. So it, there's a part of it that makes it so you just want to sprint through it and mm. just unlock stuff. But the thing is like I wasn't paying attention to a lot of the prompts <laughs> so I was actually kind of lost and confused and then so hmm. when I came back to this time I just kind of took a breath and I was actually reading things as I was coming across them and that set me up. Oh, this is how you want to interact with this room and um they you know, that kinda set stuff up a little bit better than I gave them credit for. And got through uh I think I was playing episode four and playing as Leia and getting through, you know, getting the droids sent out to Tatooine. I got that's that's mm. as far as I got, but um got to do a few character switches there. I got to ride on a couple droids, because why not? Um Okay, cool. I, and then just so many star wars gags just constantly in that game it's uh yeah it's it's silly it's fun um i wish they hadn't worked the team to death to make that but there's so much star wars to this game um and then you know it feels weird to uh say this cuz who cares about playing jackbox games with your uh colleagues because that was such a covid thing to do um but we actually are in the office a couple days a week and we we brought it in um, with a specific thing in mind to play the T-shirt game. Have you played TKO before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we played it at at work. Oh yeah, before I couldn't remember which version was out because this was uh, I think it was Jackbox Three. Mm. But you know, we'd play it at work with our colleagues, but we were all friends with <laughs> our colleagues. Um, yeah, I was playing this with you know a team I've only known for like a year, and um, wasn't really sure. You know how a jackbox game would go down, as far as like how tame people would be. Um, mm. and um, not to out anybody, it was pretty, it was pretty tame, pretty, pretty um, sterile but humorous jokes, uh, with these drawings and these, uh, because you, you make a bunch of drawings and you make a bunch of slogans and it randomly pairs them up and then those t shirts go up against each other. Uh, we got through the first round pretty clean. Uh, but in the middle of the second round of voting, um, the shirt came up with what I would call a screaming Millhouse. Is what the face looked like. Okay. And then the phrase "butt stuff," and <laughs> it was kind of all That's over. Good. Yeah, uh, it just That's it good. was pretty much a clean sweep from that point on for the nice. And I was really happy. Like it was, it was not only did somebody take the, like said they, they knew they were crossing the line to do that, but everybody voted for it. So it was just like, just a, yeah, a fun, clean, sweet, fun Jackbox moment. So, um, let's get out of here with the hype train. We got to get caught up on all these new releases, Ryan. So many. Yeah. Really? The big one's the last one. Um, but there is a the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Looks like That's out for PlayStations, for Xboxes, for Switch, for PC. If you've not played the Stanley Parable, very entertaining. Very entertaining narrative game. Um, give that a shot. Kind of a puzzle game, too. Um, hilarious narrator. Um, and then Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. I think that might be the Battle Royale one. Pretty sure. Uh, that's out for PS5 and PC. I uh, feel like that's been on Twitch forever. Um, bug snacks is coming to Xbox and switch. Um, if it runs well on switch, it feels like that might be a decent fit for that one. I've been talking about these two Dwarf romantic and rogue legacy Two. both out of out this week, 1.0, um, for PC and then rogue legacy two's out for Xboxes as well. Um, I don't remember what rogue Lords is, but that's out for, that's like last gen stuff. I, I don't yeah. know what I thought that was. Um, but also this Friday, your Nintendo release of Nintendo Switch Sports, which I kind of love hate their Friday releases, but yeah, but hell yeah, yeah, why wouldn't I pick that up for the for the family this weekend? Like, why wouldn't we? Yeah. You know, that's gonna be a Memorial Day barbecue thing to bring along.
1: My yeah. goodness,
0: that is that is taking me back. Yeah, yeah pretty wild. Well, what are you hyped for? Uh, that nintendo switch sports that's
1: why i bought the joy cons uh excited to play it uh i don't know how much time we'll actually get to play it this this weekend because we have another busy weekend but uh yeah hopefully get to put some time into that um and then hopefully i actually play some uh yakuza kwami 2 this week i have yet to start it um I want to start it. I was hoping that I would have my Steam Deck back so that I could play it on there. Uh, but I haven't got to do that yet. So, yeah, we'll see. Let's go borrow, what
0: about you? Let's go borrow Aaron's Steam Deck. Yeah, um definitely going to see the new game mode that they had, Dorf Romantic. That is super chill. I still highly recommend that tile-placing game. Um, so that's kind of the one I'm most excited for. I'll check out Rogue Legacy 2. I'll uh, play some more Rocket League. Um, and probably play some more Sea of Thieves before... I think, I, I think I'm I think working my way back to uh, Horizon Forbidden West. That is what I feel like I'm warming up for. I think I have officially taken my Elden Ring break uh, unintentionally, but might just run with it. Um, because it's just hard to play other stuff while you're playing that game, for better or for worse. Um, um, and we'll see. I I, I want to go back and hunt some dinos. So that's where I'm headed. Uh, thanks everybody for hanging out this week. Uh, we will return with some new games to talk about (laughs) next week. We'll see you then. See ya.